0: Artificial sweeteners are like multiple hundred times sweeter than actual sugar and so they trick your body into thinking you are eating something sweet and then you may have an insulin response where your insulin goes up because your body thinks you're having sugar.
1: Yeah like your body doesn't know whether you had real sugar or fake sugar your Mm -hmm. taste buds are tasting sugar sweetness so as a result your body's like oh we're having sugar let's release our insulin hormone.
0: Yes. Doctor said you got
1: PCOS, now go on girl, just lose some weight Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally So I became a dietitian and helped my sisters feel the best they've ever felt Take a step in my direction if you wanna move them wrong and take control of yourself Into the wrong side of the mic yeah, she's nine. not okay. holding nothing right oh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh.
0: all right sisters what's up sisters another episode of a sister and her mister
1: i never know how to start podcast right i really don't know how to the intros. like hey what's up everybody welcome <laughs> to another episode of so and so's mister
0: Well, sisters, it is 10.44 a.m. on a Thursday And Mm -hmm. so far today, uh, we went to the gym We had a high-protein smoothie And we answered some emails
1: I didn't have anything duck
0: has been starving himself
1: (laughs) Um, Why'd you tell them we do this on Thursdays at 10.44 a.m.? Now they know the secrets behind the podcast That we do this on Thursdays at 10.30 a.m., give or take
0: We're also sitting in my bedroom at my parents' house because we have nothing to our name No house, no car, nothing Ever yep. since we've come back from our Europe trip
1: That's our life We are adults We're nomads Anyway, someone was like, oh, like, are you going to have kids soon? I was like, we don't have a house, oh, bro We don't have
0: a car Can we just, can we choose a car? And
1: can we just chill out for a second? Can we
0: just chill out? We just got back I just unpacked <laughs> like, okay. Please
1: We're still waiting for the clothes Let's start it off Are you ready? <laughs> yes Sisters, today we're going to talk about um, how to pick up the right protein powder for PCOS, especially if you're working out or you just want to boost your breakfast um, your breakfast protein content. Before we get started, though, let's do our little Q&A segment, little Q&A section. So I'm going to pick some random questions from fellow sisters, and we're going to pick today uh, questions from Instagram. And this one is a question from Fisk Peen. Hi, Talyn. I checked my blood sugar, and it's great but can this be good even if you have insulin problems or am I wrong, how do I check if I have insulin resistance?
0: So insulin resistance is like a range. You can be slightly insulin resistant, you can be very insulin resistant, you would need an insulin glucose tolerance test to really know your level of insulin resistance and what's going on. Checking your blood sugar isn't gonna reflect your insulin resistance as much because it will show your blood sugar, um, like if it's high, now it's showing the later stages of insulin resistance. So if you really wanna like nip it in the butt, you wanna check your insulin glucose tolerance test. And I personally didn't do an insulin glucose tolerance test because it was just clear from my signs and symptoms that something was off. I had cravings for sugar. I was always hungry. Like these are all signs of insulin resistance. My blood sugar would drop in between like lunch and dinner and I'd feel like I'm going to pass out. Like I just couldn't keep it together without having snacks always on hand. Um, And so these are all signs that you may be insulin resistant. So yeah, If you want, do an insulin glucose tolerance test, or if you just have these signs and symptoms, then you know what's happening here. And there are, you know, steps you can take to help with insulin resistance, like taking Obacetol, taking supplements, and of course, changing your diet, making sure that you're balancing your plate, understanding your carb tolerance, and so on. Everything we help with in the sisterhood.
1: Yes. Love that response. Thank you.
0: I know... I can go on for hours about insulin resistance.
1: I know. I like when you (laughs) talk about the key and unlocking.
0: The cell. Yes. Yes. The insulin being the key and the cell being the door. And when the key can't unlock the door, it's insulin resistance. You know, insulin is supposed to be handing over sugar from your bloodstream to your cells. But if it can't open the door, There is no communication there, and that often happens when your cells have a lot of inflammation. That could be from gluten, dairy, it can be from um, genetics, environment, all kinds of things. So that's why we always talk about reducing inflammation when it comes to managing insulin resistance.
1: Yes. And if you like that kind of education, check out the learn videos in the sisterhood, (laughs) which, by the way, we just updated just recently with the app launch coming out really soon. We updated all the videos they're with all the latest, greatest information, and they look amazing.
0: Yeah, you can join us in the Sisterhood. It's uh, The link is in the description, and we have informational videos that go really into PCOS types, like insulin resistance. Yeah.
1: Okay, our next question is from Kaylin. Uh, her question is, do we really have to move this slow for it to be effective? I'm really asking and not trolling. I've been working out for two months and have only lost two pounds, so I'm so confused. I don't move slow, though. Well, first I want to say is um, if you've been working out for two months and you've lost two pounds, I wouldn't honestly say only. So honestly, like it's hard to lose weight with PCOS. Um, we've talked about before where like, you know, Calorie deficits don't work for PCOS. Um, it's more about r- looking at the root causes of insulin resistance, inflammation. You know, uh, adrenal fatigue. There's so much more. So losing two pounds is still great. So great job, Kaylin. So her question was on a, a on a reel. We did a, a shorter workout on our Instagram at PCOS.weightloss. Loss, and she was asking why the slow weight workouts were moving a little bit slow. So to kind of explain, let me like explain a workout really quick. So imagine a bicep curl or a squat for that matter. There are three components or three forces that are involved in a squat. It's your muscles, it's momentum, and it's gravity. Now this is what I mean. So when you're going up and down doing a squat, as you're coming down, it's really important to come down slowly. The reason why is the slower you go, the more time under tension your muscles are. So the more time under tension your muscles are, the more um, they're being worked, and then the more, essentially, more energy you're using up, and the better workout it's going to be. So... By doing these slow weighted workouts, you're having more time under tension for each muscle. Now, if you're just dropping down really fast, you're using momentum and gravity more because you're just dropping down and your body's not doing the work. The weight's just dropping down as if it would if you just dropped it or basically momentum when you're like swinging weights back and forth. That's why we kind of um, don't swing weights back and forth, we bring them back down slow to make it more of an effective workout. That's how you make 30 minutes of working out feel like a two hour workout.
0: Good point.
1: Okay, so I guess, I mean, with that, it goes uh, perfectly into the main topic for today, which is how to pick a protein powder for PCOS.
0: This is a great topic. I just finished my protein shake my protein smoothie that I had after my workout. Having protein is really, really important if you're trying to build lean muscle and lose weight. If you're working out and you're reducing inflammation, doing all the things, gluten and dairy-free, it's really important to focus on having a high-protein breakfast and lunch and dinner. So I like to have my high-protein breakfast be around 30 grams of protein. I add my scoop of protein powder And so let's launch into it because choosing a protein powder can be tricky. There's so many like delicious sounding flavors out there and it's like, is it good for you? Is it not? So let's start with the first criteria, making sure that it's dairy free. Mm -hmm. And that includes whey protein, which is dairy. So a lot of people might suggest that you take whey protein, but whey is literally dairy and it could create a spike in insulin mm-hmm. and really make it hard for you to manage inflammation. So, if Acting. you yeah, cutting out dairy for 30 days is really important for PCOS to see if it's gonna, if it's, if it has been affecting your symptoms and whether or not it's
1: serving you. I so. mean, for me in general, I used to drink whey protein all the time back in the day. And even for me recently, I switched out all my uh, protein to plant based just because. You know, I don't think it's good to drink like whey based or like just milk based protein every single day mm-hmm. for anyone who works. So I just, I don't know. Like, personally, I just don't feel like I, I feel like indigestion sometimes, gassy, bloaty. you know, like bloaty. Like, every time after every time I drink protein shake that had whey in it, I would feel bloaty and like, you know, yeah, a couple of
0: and you don't even have PCOS. Of farts. Oh. Some alternatives alternatives for dairy are hemp protein, pumpkin seed protein, flaxseed protein, pea protein. Do you know any more? I feel like I listed Uh, them all. Sometimes there are blends of everything I just said. Yeah,
1: the blends are really good because they give you benefits of all those. There's soy protein, but we don't recommend soy protein every single day.
0: Right, because it could affect your estrogen levels. Yeah. You know, it really depends. Everyone's different. Some people are sensitive to soy and some people aren't. And it may affect your period. Actually, I had a friend whose like period totally went off because she started using soy protein. So that yeah. one is not like the one that I highly suggest. Yeah, so like definitely- it's oh,
1: moderation. Oh, yes, but every day, probably not. Right, no we'll give you all our favorite brands at the end we actually have a couple of new ones that we really like so we'll give you our favorite brands um at the end and you can go ahead and check them out
0: with that being said they're usually gluten-free so i don't think we need to cover that yeah
1: we'll talk about that too later because there's something you have to watch out for when it comes to gluten but next uh the next area to kind of look at is the flavors flavors so There's a lot of confusion out there when it comes to natural flavors versus fake flavors. So for example, on the label, it'll say, oh, natural flavors, and then it'll say vanilla flavor. So natural flavors is just more of a uh, gimmicky term for giving the feel of a natural flavor, for example, like vanilla, but they still use essentially an artificial flavoring uh, whatever you want to call it, to give it that vanilla flavor, the natural flavor is just like a term. It's almost like a industry term, right, babe?
0: Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Like they legally, like does not mean that it's natural or comes from nature whatsoever. It could be like a chemical made up in some lab that tastes like vanilla. So I wouldn't trust the terminology natural flavors. But what so? We are actually like in the works of developing a protein powder, which will come I out mean, eventually.
1: It's not going to happen for a while. But it's <laughs> like not going to happen for a while. But we don't, don't hope like don't don't uh, uh, not buy protein because oh, you're ye- waiting for us. Don't
0: wait for us. But we are in the process and we have done some taste testing and actually did put together like the blends that I wanted. And what gives the protein flavor in a natural way is cocoa powder, it's acai um, extracts, like berry extracts, blueberry extracts, things like that. Um, Not like actual adding vanilla bean to it or vanilla. Like these are real natural flavors. But when you see the term natural flavors in the ingredients list, it's not what I just said. You know,
1: it's not like. Really natural So keep that in mind I don't know how they do that They they say natural flavors Which of course makes you think Oh it's natural Like it's real But that's not what natural flavors means It's one of those
0: unregulated terms That you just have to watch out for And so If you're finding a high quality protein powder That's not flavoring it With like natural flavors And it's actually using ingredients Like extracts and stuff like that It might be more expensive Because it's actually natural So I mean, it's just the investment that you would make, but
1: we didn't say why though, babe. Like, why not go? Why not fake flavors?
0: Well, you know, sometimes they can play on your uh, brain, on your pituitary gland. They can be endocrine disruptors. They can um, trigger inflammation. I mean. We don't know what they are. So you don't really know like what response your body is having yeah. um, in terms of like neurotransmitters and th- stuff like that.
1: Yeah. With these cool. are yeah, I mean, chemicals. chemicals, chemicals. Yeah. They're essentially ca- extra chemicals, and you don't know. It's the like-
0: last thing we need.
1: Yeah. One yeah. Well, last thing about flavors is if you're okay with this, because some people don't like this, go for the unflavored option. So a lot of protein brands, majority of all major protein brands, have unflavored options they're generally for like smoothies because it doesn't affect the taste of your smoothie so um just a tip like go for unflavored if you're okay with stomaching unflavored protein and that basically gets rid of all those issues with the flavors all right next thing to look at is sugar how much sugar should the protein powder have
0: So usually protein powder doesn't have like sugar added to it, but it does have a lot of
1: them. A lot of them sugar, sugar. Yeah, I've seen like a lot of protein powders that have like five grams of sugar
0: of like real sugar.
1: It's not like I'm talking about like those like for like people like bodybuilders and stuff. Okay,
0: obviously we don't want cane sugar as an ingredient or something like that. Sometimes there is a few grams of sugar because if it's naturally flavored or sweetened with like blueberry extract like whatever I had listed earlier yeah okay like that might add a little bit of sugar to it I don't think that's of too much concern but what is concerning to me is when they have stevia and monk fruit, and then sometimes they don't even say they have stevia or monk fruit, and they use like a different word in the ingredients list for stevia and monk fruit—some yeah. long word that I can't remember.
1: Yeah. I forgot so what I to.
0: the issue with that is that these uh, artificial sweeteners are like a hundred, like multiple hundred times sweeter than actual sugar and so they trick your body into thinking you are eating something sweet and then you may have an insulin response where your insulin goes up because your body thinks you're having sugar
1: yeah like your body doesn't know whether you had real sugar or fake sugar your Mm -hmm. taste buds are tasting Sugar sweetness. So as a result, your body's like your body's like, Oh, we're having sugar. Let's release our insulin hormone.
0: Yes. And what happens when insulin's high? You know, eventually when insulin is high for too long, too many times, and over a period of like you're constantly having this protein that has fake sugar in it, CvR or whatever it is, um, Insulin resistance starts to develop and get worse and worse and worse along with other habits that may be triggering insulin resistance and it just adds fuel to the flames. And so I do not suggest, especially when people try keto and then all they're having is like artificial sweeteners, it Just, yeah. um, I don't suggest substituting with these sweeteners. And if you're craving sugar and you feel like, well, what am I going to do? Keep in mind that this can be an addicting cycle. The more you crave sugar, the more you have stevia or whatever it is. And the more your insulin goes up, the more you crave sugar, the more you have stevia, the more your insulin goes up and the cycle continues. And I've had patients who were addicted to sweeteners, addicted because they're like, I literally will die if I do not eat something sweet. You you don't understand. This is such an addiction. And I'm like, I know the sweetener stevia or whatever it is you're having is fueling that so it's really important to break that cycle and and if you have cravings you know sometimes diet changes aren't enough to help with cravings you have to try supplements ovacetol is your friend ovacetol is definitely something to consider if you feel like you can't control your sugar cravings throw it in your smoothie with your protein
1: yep yep amen to that and just a last bit, last uh, tidbit to end that out. Just with your with your protein powder, again, look out for the artificial sweeteners like Splenda, uh, things like things of that nature. Definitely avoid those kind of artificial sweeteners like Splenda and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then of course, the natural sweeteners like the monk fruit, stevia. Again, I know this is may sound a little surprising, but we just don't recommend them because they can still affect your insulin levels and. Um, affect your insulin resistance and there are a lot of new research studies showing this and also that if it, it can also affect your gut microbiome it can get rid of your good uh, gut microbiome which can have a huge effect on your in- entire immune system inflammation etc so again some things to think about it's not that stevia is bad if you have it once in a while but of course if you have it every day all the time to replace sugar that's when it is a problem
0: Did you hear about that sister who took ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one?
1: Incredible!
0: me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovastol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance, starting from the root of the issue.
1: So awesome! It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup, so I don't drink it.
0: You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get fifteen percent off your order.
1: And then the last couple of things to look at, and again, we're gonna tell you our favorite brands in just a little bit. Is to kind of look at the purity and quality of the brand. So as you all know, with our supplement line, we really focused on purity and quality with having third-party testing, having um, you know uh, manuf- the manufacturing uh, warehouse being uh, you know tested and making sure they were all following proper policies. So basically, all this stuff, purity and quality, is really important because you want to make sure that the protein powder you buy doesn't have like added fillers and ingredients because they do. They can add a lot of. Um, ingredients to make things taste better so again going back to colors flavors sweeteners um, the sugar alcohols the the different kinds of dextrins like maltodextrin um, there's a lot of fillers that can contain uh, gluten of course vegetable oils fats thickeners and gums uh, for example like they um, protein powders a lot of times companies will add a thickening agent so that when you put protein powder and you add water to it it like Uh, blends smoothly
0: oh gosh yeah
1: like they add different kinds of thickening agents to make it like that but it's not natural you know like we're not supposed to have those things so of course there's also fillers to make it feel like it's more in general just like less ingredients the better
0: yeah like pure hemp protein works we're safe this is good you know obviously it's not the best protein powder and it's really tantalizing to see like pumpkin spice protein powder and they're mixing it with their um, water or with um, muffins and like it just looks like this delicious thing. Yeah. But you have to think of the PCOS picture and your body and, you know, realize that everything's not made for a, PC- a woman with PCOS and it can be triggering and it can not be as beneficial as we want it to be when we're having our protein shake. And I, I think that it's always important to look at things through a PCOS lens and not just like what everyone else is doing and yep. even though like a woman is selling pumpkin spice um, protein, that doesn't mean it's like necessarily good for us.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, let's do it. okay so let's let's talk about our favorite protein powder brands like the, which ones do we like the most. So what's your favorite one right now? What's your go-to protein powder?
0: Right now, I really like the ingredients in Garden of Life, unflavored, no stevia, nothing, just Garden of Life.
1: Just it's just powder. Powder.
0: It's like <laughs> no coffee. flavor
1: and no no sugar.
0: It is what it is, and I've gotten used to it. My palate is used to it. It's not like the first time I drank, I was like, "What the heck?" Now I'm like, "Whatever." I don't even care. When you mix it in your protein shake with half a banana and a couple berries, you know you can add some vanilla extract to it, like it tastes fine it yeah. doesn't have to be this incredible sweet delicious pumpkin spice amazing thing every morning like it can just be healthy and good for my pcos
1: yeah i really like the garden of life it's it's my fave and we'll put that in the uh, we'll put that in the uh, link in description for amazon if you want to order it but it's a, it's a new one that we just recently got and again it has no added fake flavor so it's unflavored and it has no sugar and no stevia so it's basically just a pure protein powder a and I believe. Blend of
0: vegetables. Yeah,
1: and it's all made from uh like a blend of um it's plant seeds, based. Yeah, but I think it also has like uh, like a lot of nutrients from the seeds. Of course, like we talked about earlier, like mm-hmm. when you combine pumpkin seeds and then like other types of seeds. I'm my mind's going a pumpkin little bit blank. Pumpkin
0: seeds and flax seeds and hemp seeds in yeah, it. Yeah,
1: you get so many like nutrients and natural vitamins. And then lastly, I think it also has like probiotics and stuff. If I'm yes, not mistaken. it does I don't have like have the a blend next. of that. Yeah, I don't have the bottle yeah. next to us, so I wish we did. But yeah, so it's a great option. It's our favorite. What's our second one, babe?
0: Next, I love Philosophy Love. It's called Philosophy Love protein powder the cocoa magic flavor it doesn't have as much protein in it as i would like in one serving and it does get expensive so what i do is i have the garden of life one and then i add a little spoonful of the philosophy love cocoa magic one because it tastes so freaking good and that like gives my smoothie a chocolatey twist to it or you could just add cocoa powder
1: it has real cocoa in it to give it to give it that chocolatey taste so going back to again using real flavors Mm -hmm. versus fake
0: then I also like hemp protein, just regular old hemp. Oh, that's the third one? Yeah, just like flat out hemp yeah, protein. Th-
1: yeah, it's from Amazon. What was it called? Just I like not hemp- know the
0: brand, yeah.
1: It's the 365, I think.
0: I think so, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, it's the Amazon 365 brand, and it's just called hemp protein powder. Again, we'll link in the description.
0: Yeah, and again, like none of these are going to obviously taste as good as like the amazing pumpkin spice proteins that are being advertised. Or like advertised. The chocolate, you Chocolaty know, whatever, whatever brand
1: with like... 20 grams of sugar or whatever yeah
0: or with stevia in it but you know what you can make it work you can get creative with your smoothies we have lots of recipes in the sisterhood we have a blueberry yeah. pie recipe we have a pumpkin spice a smoothie recipe blueberry pie smoothie recipe pumpkin spice smoothie recipe like these are cleverly flavored with vanilla banana coconut like whatever it is that really like gives it an extra umph that makes it delicious so you're Mm -hmm. not eating like chalk in the morning yeah (laughs) yeah and it's like actually fun but yeah yeah that's how i like to amp it up
1: yeah and the good thing with these uh protein powders is they give you a great boost of like nutrients and vitamins adaptogens like all three options that we just named so it's it's a great you know great side um Boost to your protein powder every morning Yeah, that's
0: true The philosophy one has adaptogens
1: Yeah Alright, so uh, we'll put those links in the description If you want to check those protein powders out Before we end the episode though We want to go to our favorite part of every uh, every episode that we do Which is the wins of the week These are sisters who are managing their symptoms Reversing PCOS Losing weight Essentially showing PCOS Who the boss is Alright Alright Okay, our first winner. Why don't you kick us off, Tony?
0: Stephanie Masias. She says, "What's NSV?" I I don't
1: know. What that means. Don't know. Let me it.
0: I finally found my carb tolerance. It was an interesting week of tweaking meals and trying new things. I now love quinoa and pumpkin smi- spice smoothies. It's amazing. I've already had it in four times. Quinoa and pumpkin spice smoothies. My version of it only has 19 grams of carbs. My tolerance is between 20 and 25 grams per meal. Roughly 120 to 125 grams of carbs per day. Anything higher has me falling asleep immediately after meals or I couldn't stop eating. Anything lower has me feeling super drained all day. What are your favorite meals and snacks you've discovered since testing out your carb tolerance in the sisterhood meals? Well, I'm so happy for you for finding your carb tolerance because nobody wants to be falling asleep all day. So that's great that you know what your limits are Mm -hmm. and that you found a smoothie that's literally working for you in the mornings it's 25 grams of i mean 20 grams of carbs and that's wonderful i'm so happy
1: yeah and sv means non-scale victory oh perfect love that
0: non-scale victory you are loving the recipes in the sisterhood good for you
1: yeah i love that
0: i love them too next we have kiri smith she says, I spent four hours on Sunday meal prepping for the week. I'm not a fan of the meal prepping itself, but I am a fan of the extra time with my husband during the week. All of this is gluten and dairy free. I do substitutions for my husband, but for the most part, he eats what I do. Everything comes in at about 120 to 140 grams of carbs, depending on if I eat the chocolate flourless protein brownies I also made.
1: <laughs> and look at the picture. awesome. Look at all the awesome. amazing meals they made. She and it's like high groceries. protein
0: pan pancakes and some uh, gluten-free pasta and chicken and sausage that's wonderful yeah meal prepping is a great way to save time during the week like you would be surprised how much time you could save by just waking up early on a sunday getting a bunch of stuff done and then you know your nighttime routine is like so much more relaxed because you're not rushing to make dinner or your lunch is already ready and you're not scrambling to get it together so I think that's great to meal prep a little bit, and when our app comes out, it will certainly make meal prepping easier because we have a um, meal plan on there and yeah. a shopping list feature. You can generate a shopping list for like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or like the whole week or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, it'll tell you what to do and how to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. A, ch- a shopping list that you can check off to that you that you got the the stuff that you needed to. So yes.
0: All right, sisters.
1: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you if you enjoyed, please subscribe and leave a review. We, we appreciate every single one. And yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. And I guess we'll be back next week. We'll be back next we week? We will. Oh, we will, right? Yeah.
0: Talk to you soon.
1: Take care. Bye.
0: If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.